Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, hi. I'm freezing. <laughs> freezing. My hands, my hands are like ice cold. I've got them stuck between my thighs. Oh, at what point do you cave and turn on your heat for the first time? Just for a little while, you know, just to just to warm the house up. Uh, from I, I look, my house it's it's just sixty five in here, which is should be okay. But I've got uh, I don't know. It always seems like a defeat, doesn't it? When you turn the heat on. I can't do it in September. It's September 30th, by the way. 30 days has September. Okay, so tomorrow maybe I can turn the heat on and not feel so bad. I mean, just for a little while. Take the take the chill off. Jeez. Woo. Okay. Uh, hi. How you doing? It's uh, Thursday. I... Um, I think I shared with you a week or so ago that I, that I, despite the fact that I've been in broadcasting for, oh, oh my God, 45 years. Okay, that's right. I was going to say almost 50 years, but yeah, um, I still have this level of anxiety right before I do a, a, a show or write a piece or, you know, put a, a story together for <clears throat> print or broadcast, whatever. I mean, I still have this incredible anxiety. And I, I noted it this morning again and sort of laughed at it because I have now Having told you, I feel like I can like ha ha because I know I'm okay. I'm gonna you know be okay. I always feel like I don't have enough fodder to fill uh, an hour for you. Um, and I have to tell you that today uh, that feeling is buttressed by the fact that I'm sitting here with my frozen fingers between my legs and um, looking at an almost bare table in front of me. I got my computer up. I got the phone, my cell phone. I got, I got the one scrap of newsprint. That's it. And normally there's lots of scraps of newsprint. So I am a little nervous. I have to admit We'll uh, we'll plow on. Something occurred to me when I was reading the account of the Olympic swimmer who has now, I guess, did he plead guilty? Uh, is it pled or pleaded? <laughs> who pleaded, I think, although pled, I think, is a word, who pleaded guilty you know, uh, for January 6th stuff. And as I read that, I recalled having shared with you this bizarre story 
um, and this again, like three, four weeks ago, of an attorney who apparently represents a lot of these January 6th insurrectionists being essentially missing, having failed to show up for a number of hearings, uh, leaving his clients who are jailed uh, without representation, that in different courts, different uh, judges reacted in different ways to it, that a somebody uh, saying that they were uh, standing in his stead would come in, some young guy who was peach fuzz and who later was said not to even have a law degree or something, said that he was, uh, that his, the attorney in question was, um, was ill. And, and then in another courtroom, the, another excuse was, was given. And it was also bizarre. I mean, it's, an attorney for a whole bunch of these uh, traders was missing. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to grow into a fascinating story. And it just occurred to me this morning that I never heard another word about it. I hate that. I hate that when a story is not followed up. And the problem is, for me, with my wondrous memory, I can't recall the guy's name. I'm, I'm sure I could Google missing attorney, but, but I, having just had this thought, I can't do it now. Uh, but to any of you, I mean... I, You'll recall the story, I hope, some of you. Um, isn't it odd that such a interesting story never got the follow-up? Now, maybe it did, and I missed it, but I, I find that a little hard to believe. He obviously didn't turn up dead, or we would have heard that. So I, it just occurred to me that I, I so often, and not I, but all of us so often, are sort of let down. Barbara says, go with pleaded. Uh, in his use, usage guide, lexicographer Brian Garner says, traditionally speaking, pleaded is the past best past tense and past participle form. Uh, pled is an alternative past tense form that is to be avoided. Okay, I I agree, but I but so pled is there. It's 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 out there. <laughs> um, I play. Oh God, this game's driving me crazy. The, the Scrabble-ish game called uh, Words with Friends. I play with a uh, a former uh, reporter at the. Pittsburgh Post Gazette. We've had a a back and forth on, uh, with words with friends going for on for years now, and we're just totally uh, perfectly matched. Uh, I think he keeps track of who's ahead and who's not, but it, it is it is incredibly tight. And I I have been. Uh, I've enjoyed this. I'm, I am competitive. 
I hate losing, so I do love it when I win, and I'm pissed when I lose, and I jump back into the fray. And the thing is, fled in in the game is recognized as a proper word, and and as is of course pleaded. And I think that was, and I have a lot of problem with this game words with friends because. It's increasingly annoying me. It's not like Scrabble in that you can just throw any combination of words down and uh, just fishing for a possible play. And invariably, the most absurd grouping of words turns out to be a word. You didn't even know, you know, X, Y, um, L, M, N, O, P. It's a word. Who knew? And you score big. And I hate that because if you're playing Scrabble, really, you can't do that. You can't throw things down. And that now you just have to go on what you know. And and this game increasingly, I'm sorry I'm venting about something you don't give a damn about, but it is starting to wear on me to the point where I don't know that I want to play it anymore because they don't recognize sometimes perfectly good words. And they say, no, that's not a word, when it is a word. And then these absurd words. And so rather than just going on your own knowledge, you're you're sitting there fiddling with hey I wonder if I put in an I wonder if an I at the end of that would create some bizarro word ah it does I hate it and I've been in my head threatening to quit uh, the game but I would miss the I don't know okay so see see what I've done see what I've done see what I've done I've spent ten minutes talking about absolutely nothing but sort of the vague thoughts going on in my head, which is a, the thing you do when you have only one scrap of newsprint sitting here <laughs> next to you. Okay, I'm going to get into more weightier issues now, I promise. So I was shocked to find that, did you see Republicans and Democrats actually got together on something? Yeah. You know, the government could shut down what in uh, what is it? 14 hours. Is it at midnight tonight? Whatever. Um, and they there's no bipartisan. They got together yesterday. To play an effing baseball game. The Democrats versus the Republicans. Now, it's tradition. It's been going on since 190-something or other, and I appreciate tradition. On the other hand, I also have an appreciation for irony. <laughs> uh, this is absurd. There wasn't a person on that field who shouldn't have been working. They shouldn't have been playing ball. They should have been talking. And the president showed up in the second inning. And when he showed up, he was greeted with, uh, you know, warmly by one team and booed by the others. I'll let you guess which. Uh, it seems like a, a small quibble, but 
They're playing this game 24 hours before their refusal to do their job. And I'm not talking about the Democrats. Is, it potentially results in a uh, a shutdown. I, I can't stand these people. I can't. And here again, it's this sense of, uh, oh, everything's just normal. Oh, I just had a friend text me. Am I going to the Women's March? I think I blurted out the other day. Marches! Who gives? I have marched. I have marched. I have marched. I have marched. I have taken buses. I have driven. I even flew into a march once. I have marched here. I have marched there. I have marched in huge, huge historic marches, and I have marched in little piddling displays with the usual suspects. Uh, I'm going to answer my friend by saying no. I'm just not. No. First of all, I don't do well on my feet for a long period of time by virtue of my back problems. And secondarily, I put in my miles. I have. And I don't see that the results are there anymore. It doesn't matter unless it's going to be something huge, something huge. And I know it could be argued by the fact that I'm saying I won't go. I, making that my one decision, is creating that very possibility. If everybody goes, then it could be huge. But does huge matter? We've had huge before. Anyway, this is for abortion. I fought that fight and I fought it long and hard. And um, I think it's time for the young people to be front and center on this one. And I know you you need the old folks, but the old folks should be behind you. And uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. You guys go do it, okay? I think, uh, wasn't it yesterday I was saying we have to take to the streets? My sense of taking to the streets is not a march. Uh, I think it's more violent, and I think it's more revolutionary. It's, uh, It's total civil unrest. It's not having a permit. It's, uh, it's, yeah, because I think that's what's coming. I'm not making a lot of sense, am I? Oh, here's another. By the way, the fucking Republicans won the baseball game. Their pitcher was wearing a, a like a red uh, MAGA hat of some sort, uh, uh, signed by uh, Der Fuhrer. How can how can they go through these motions, uh, you know, in the name of tradition, uh, when everything's coming apart? 
There was something just extraordinarily insane, I think, going on. It feels insane to me. So when Joe Biden showed up at the uh, at the game, one of the spectators there, a member of Congress, the vile Lauren Boebert, the gunslinging QAnon Lauren Boebert, was moved to tweet. And here's her tweet, Lauren Boebert. Oh, by the way, this benefits the Boys and Girls Clubs. They do it because it's a charitable event, right? Okay. Lauren Boebert, a congressperson, writes, the Boys and Girls Club was a big part of last night's congressional baseball game. So, of course, Joe Biden shows up. And if I had just read that, I would have thought, what? And then I realized that what she's doing is pushing a QAnon lie that Joe Biden is a pedophile. And the the silence you're hearing is my... <clears throat> <clears throat> my, I don't know. We got a call? Good. Let somebody else talk. Um, hello? Hello, Lynn Cullen Live. How are you doing? Well, I'm barely alive. You should, okay, you should never be bereft. If you ever need uh, any sort of material for anything, you can always go to our favorite trusty app next door. Oh, that's true. That is true. Oh my God! <laughs> that I don't know. I've I've been on that thing for years. I don't know yeah. how did you even get on it. I think someone like in my neighborhood like sent me an email yeah. and invited yeah. me, and then I got on it, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I think initially I thought it was just a wonderful idea, you know, for lost cats and dogs and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I put some stuff out on the, on the, at the curb that if you want it, you can have it. It's free. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff I thought was, and then yeah. little by little, it started okay, yeah. morphing. If, if electric goes off or the water's brown. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, or what's okay, that noise? Like that. Right. But right, all right, the, and right. and then it became like ring videos. By the way, I love when you called next door Twitter for old old people. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. It, but that's what it and is. then the ring videos. And I also loved your idea of like when you just walk by someone's front their house. Now you should just do the royal wave and say hello. Yeah. I know you're watching me. I don't know. <laughs> You know, this is so but anyway, weird what you're talking about. Okay, because I want to talk about that surveillance stuff. But go ahead, because okay. that's a whole different thing. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, let's get back to next door. The uh, the, the Twitter <laughs> for old people, like you call it. Yeah, and the porch pirates in the ring videos. But it's okay. and, uh, there were some really good things about it. But, but then it became like both hilarious and very racist. Like there are just constantly these posts of like, 
sketchy characters walking in front of my house. Here's, here's one. Two younger men walking slowly with their hoods up down. I'm not going to say street names. I watched them from my porch and they walked past acting suspicious. They walked further down the street in front of my mother-in-law's and aunt's house, and they proceeded to smoke a cigarette. One was, and it goes on and on. And people, you gotta be kidding me! Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Oh no, no, no! Well, I think, and and I don't know how. uh, Mine is supposedly just Polish Hill, but I get somehow I get Millville, Taylor, East End, everywhere. And I'm not going to say where these ones are, but they're always people like suspicious characters, and you know what they're talking about, right? Yes, we do. He's wearing a hoodie, and they walk. They were looking very. And like, what? How is this a thing? And there are some that are just so crazy, though. I, 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 this one was actually, I think, in earnest, and I'm not going to say the area or whatever, but I think it was an earnest person. And they said, why are there so many missing dogs and cats in Pittsburgh? Oh, that was and the I, other night, no, right? I don't I, think they were yeah. just being sarcastic, like, oh, that's no. all, you know. No, that's all next door is, is missing dogs and cats and birds and stuff, right? It's like, why are there so, like it was some sort of conspiracy, like that there was something going on in Pittsburgh, all these missing animals I've been noticing on this app. (laughs) It's really, it's really weird. And also, yeah. it, it, it's Twitter for old people. It does have that really angry, horrible thing about Twitter. Like someone will post something completely innocent, and all of a sudden, 20 people go right after them. That's right. That's like, right. I thought this was supposed to be whether we find out whether our water's on or off. What, I know. Why are we get, get killing each other over a post? You should not be a cat owner. If you lost your cat, you don't deserve to have a cat. Cats should not be left outside. It's just like insane. But uh, no, but I agree. I but it's it endlessly it's entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> and also, it is a, a wondrous reflection. I mean, mm. what has happened to it? It's evolution of what's happened mm-hmm. in the yeah in the larger society oh but my God, uh, yeah. it is something it is something i mean i i uh, there's a lot of earnest people on there though that you that i get a that are there's a lot of kindness you do see well Don't that's you? why i was drawn to it you know even more so than twitter or yeah facebook yeah yeah, or something, yeah. because people it started people. off it yeah. really did start. And also, I think the moderators are pretty good about keeping people that are totally nuts off of it so far. But, you know, like you said, it's going to be the evolution. We could, we're just going to watch it get worse and worse. But, uh, it, but yeah, there are really a lot of people in earnest on there. There are a lot of people in need. There are a lot of people that are so friendly and helpful. Uh, the plumber, the plumber that I have now was uh, a reference that I got from uh, next door, and he's the gr- greatest plumber I've ever had in my life. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. take that anyway. No, 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 no. He seriously is, but I found that very helpful for, for that and for other uh, people helping me do like you know handyman stuff or something. It's yeah, because yeah, they're local people. You talk to these people that are actually like uh, like two blocks away from you, and you're like. Oh, I didn't know you were a master plumber. Okay. So, so it's really great for things like that. And that's why I'm going to stay on it. 
<laughs> oh no, you gotta stay on it. I mean, it it, it really is. It, it it's something. It's something. There's always anytime there's fireworks, you wait maybe uh-huh. ten minutes and then the post start. Mm-hmm. What are the fireworks about? Where are they mm-hmm. going off? And then you get twenty different answers. But no, no. Oh, even the funny. Something, but well, go ahead. The the funnier ones are when <laughs> someone just posts something a little more vague, like. Did anyone hear that big boom on so-and-so right. street? And then right. someone else will respond like, oh, sorry, I just farted. <laughs> no, I, they, Did anyone uh, hear uh, that huge boom downtown? <laughs> like, oh, that oh, was Bill Petuda falling off his uh, pedestal. Good grief. But, uh, yeah. I, I hey, did he, did he cut his mean. beard? Did he cut his I think it off? trimmed it. I think it trimmed it. And you know what? I don't want to get I into saw, it. Just, I thought I'm I saw a picture of him. Lost. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, no, no. I did not like the bushy beard look. I did not like the David Letterman Santa Claus look. Uh, I didn't it Actually, what was so funny, do you remember that TV show? It was called something about boss, hidden boss or something. And he yeah. went on it. Okay, yeah. and I think the disguise he wore on that show is like a big beard, <laughs> but then he actually right. grew the big beard that he wore in the show. I'm like, I don't know if I like that look, Bill, but whatever. Oh, whatever. I thought he was a great yeah. man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's funny. I forgot about that. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, dear God. Well... Are you guys, uh, are you back to touring in the pandemic? We have been in not? complete limbo for, it's going on a year and a half. We got out of Europe uh, right before the whole thing got shut down. We got back okay. home. And since then, we have not done a single show. And wow. it's kind of unnerving, but it's kind of um, hopeful. It doesn't look like we're going to be going uh, on big scale tour until next may and the shows for that believe it or not are already booked uh, they're like uh, they're we're planning like it's going to go ahead in may so and where uh, are those shows booked where are you going oh in yeah may? regular spain italy mexico everywhere okay. everywhere in the world okay. and also of course we'll try to do some shows in the u.s if we can get our two bandmates who live in spain you know to uh to be able to get here. over here to the oh, U.S. Be and it's also, this yeah. is all contingent on us being able to be able to travel to Europe. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, me and Greg are double vaxxed. Our manager's double vaxxed, but the, we have our cards. But that really means nothing as far as, you know, travel in between countries once you get over there. So Right, right. Anyway, we're, we're looking towards well, May. Otherwise, I'm I hope sort you of can. enjoying the downtime. I don't know. It's okay. Sure. Sure. Well, I don't hope you are it. able to get out there. I, I hope you are because I don't know. It'd be nice to get back to some semblance of normal. Well, yeah, you, well, you know, I like my carousing, but uh, I'm fine. I'm fine being a good good boy for a while. Too. Okay. Okay. Hey, thank you. All right. Good Lynn, to hear from you. you. Okay. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm seeing your emails, guys. I'm sorry. Good morning, Lynn, says Paul. I almost died laughing when I read that Wendy Bell came in second place for best jag-off 
in the city paper best of 2021. Who was in first place? Who beat her out? Wendy Bell was best, second best jag off. Huh? You would think I'd read the, my own paper, but, uh, um, and I think we do have another caller. Hello. 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 Hi. 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 Hey, you know, you were saying about different things we could do. You know what the first thing we ought to all do is ban all the TV stations with the news and all the local <laughs> stations, national, and stop watching them. And we'll all get smarter well, and just buy books and stuff that yeah. makes you smarter because it makes you stupid. I, I only watch about 10 minutes of news now. After MS, NBC uh, was outraged about the pullout of Afghanistan, and they, yeah, I, you they, they have stock in defense contracting, fuck them. I will never watch them again. I, I'm done with them. And I know they're supposedly liberal Democrat or whatever. I think they're full of shit. Is what they, at CNN, I gave up on them a while back. But if we stop watching all these jackasses, maybe the world will be better because that's all. It's all bullshit. It's hyped up. And then, really, you don't get 24-hour news. You get two to three stories a day that the same people repeat the same that is right. story. That's right. And then you interview people that repeat the same story. And it just gets to be bullshit. And I just – I'm done with it. I'm so over that. And that Steve Kornacki with that stupid election – I mean, he was funny at first. You know, you got to. Yeah, no, it's it's absurd. It's entertainment, okay? Yeah, they think that's entertainment. Exactly. That's all. That's all. Yeah, it's terrible. And, you know, if you, that, it's not even yeah. good. Yeah, right. You know, at least right. They a song and a dance or something. You know, at least they yeah. Yeah. dance yeah. or sing yeah. or something. They no, I hear you. But uh, I hear you, and I agree. Get with rid you. of all that bullshit because that that doesn't make you smarter. It makes you dumb. It dumbed down half the population. So, what are you going to do? But. I can't take people, and this, and this hyper stuff with this, this, this debt limit, and that, when it's all said and done, it'll all be signed, and it'll all be. That's right. It, it'll be, it'll be done. That's it. Yeah, it's all hyped of course. Up and bullshit. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. And we've seen this show before. I agree. So yeah, good over for you. and over again. Yeah, you're so, tuning like out. The dog good for case, you. chasing its tail. You know, that's just right. what it is. Okay. Yeah. Thank See you. Later. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Uh, just a few other emails just to get out of the way here. Believe it or not, I've still not gotten to the one thing I really wanted to talk about. Uh, Bree is a saying that just a shout out, tomorrow is World College Radio Day. And he suggests you Google that for the link. It'll be a global radio marathon, 24 hours of global college radio. And he says, Bree says, it will be interesting. I bet it will. I bet it will. So, well, thank you for that. Uh, and Barbara's saying, you know, we want more young women in politics, but, you know, you look at some of the ones we've gotten. Dear God in heaven. And, you know, it's like, yeah, Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Cinema and uh, Lee Stefanik. Yeah, there is terrific. Every bit as bad as the guys, if not worse. Ed Rice, did you see Ted Cruz? Nope. 
thank God, saying this on video on Tuesday on the Senate, in the Senate? What do you say? He's talking about, okay, maybe, maybe. He's talking about, oh, Brittany? You're kidding me. He raised Britney Spears' case in calling for reform on conservatorship law and railed against the fact that a grown woman, quote, can't <laughs> he Cruz Cruz was railing on the Senate floor yesterday saying, quote, that it was an outrage that a woman can't make basic decisions about her own life. Oh, my God. Do they hear themselves? And then he, he said more, even though she's a mother, to this day, she can't make basic decisions about her own life, her own career, her own health. Oh, ho, ho. why? She live in your fucking state or her own finances. Here's Ted Cruz. It seems that at each critical juncture, the legal system has been designed not for her benefit, but to trample on her rights. Oh, God. Oh. The lack of unawareness, of self-unawareness, of, of and the obvious sense that we're all a bunch of idiots and they, they can just blather on and nothing has to, you can say one thing one day and the opposite the next and no one's paying attention and so who gives a damn? Oh, well, now that's interesting. Paul has gotten back to me about who won the Jagoff, the biggest Jagoff in Pittsburgh award. And I don't get it. I don't like him myself, but I don't get this. Number one is Pittsburgh dad. Really? Number two, Wendy Bell. That's more in keeping with the thing. And number three is Bob Nutting, the owner of the Pirates. I see Bell and Nutting belonging there. I don't know Pittsburgh dad belongs there unless it's their people are being just cute. Because it's that's what he deals in, jag-offs and stuff. I don't know. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. Um, I love this story. I really am not going to get to this story I wanted to. I cannot fucking believe this. I love this story because I have a real uh, contempt for what passes for great art. Uh, nowadays, it's all just, it's, it's not all, but a lot of it is just this fucking scam. It's just a scam. I have a friend who's an art dealer and I happened to be at his house the other day and there was this big, I walked in and there was this cow pie, a piece of shit. I recognize cow pies. I'm from Wisconsin. Okay. I know what a cow pie looks like. You know, flat, big flat thing. And I said, what the heck? 
And I'd seen it before, but I'd forgotten. And it turns out that that cow pie had been bronzed, bronzed by an internationally recognized artist who once had this amazing write-up in uh, the New York Times. It is a bronzed cow pie. And I think he did probably, I don't know how many cow pies he got, but he bronzed a bunch of them. And I think people bought these things for, I kid you not, tens of thousands of dollars. So that's by way of introduction to this Associated Press story out of uh, Copenhagen. An artist there named Jans Hanning was given $84,000 by the Museum of Modern Art in one of the towns there, Albrook. And this, they, it was, they commissioned him to do, uh, I think, two paintings that were to be part of a exhibition titled Work It Out. So he was to create two, they wanted him to create two of his earlier pieces, which featured, I guess, uh, Danish bank notes uh, that would represent the average annual wage in, in, in Denmark or whatever, whatever. So they gave him all this money up front, 84,000. And then he brought his paintings over, sent them over. And when they unwrapped them, what the museum had was two totally blank, empty, blank, nothing canvases. There was not a thing on them. And they were titled, Take the Money and Run. <laughs> now, you can argue, uh, yeah, as he's arguing, why is this all of a sudden talking? Who's talking? Who's talking? Shut up. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So you can... Um, the exhibition was called Work It Out, and he thought, I worked it out. They gave me money up front. I took the money and ran, and he sent them to. So anyway, this is not, the museum is enraged. Uh, and uh, the artist says, uh, the artwork speaks for itself. I've taken the money and, and run. <laughs> And he says, I encourage others in their work to do the same. Take the money and run. So I, um, I think that's, that's just, that's wonderful given what I see uh, constitutes art these days. It's perfect. That is just perfect. A friend told me yesterday something about, I forget which big company, 
Google or Amazon or something has created some kind of robot for your house that like goes all over your house doing things for you. You know, you talk to it and, and she pointed out that the biggest thing that this robot does, it has a camera on it, is it surveils your house. I mean, there, so whoever created it, let's say it's Amazon, who, or I, I don't know, one of the goddamn tech people's god horrible Google, I don't know, I can't keep track of these horrors anymore. And what I don't understand is that people, incredibly, I guess just wanting to be early adopters and up on what's new. Oh, sure, I'm getting me one of these home robots just to show how cool I am and I get to command it and stuff. And all it's doing is sending every bit of information about your life back to the corporation. It's like the goddamn ring doorbells, which I have ranted about. It's part of a surveillance state where we are creating. You know, the poor Chinese, they've got this awful, god-awful government that surveils them every second of their life through their computers, through their phones, through, through cameras put all over the place, the ring doorbells. And and yet here we are in America, the consumers, happily doing the work for the private sector. So they'll know how to shake us down for more and more and more. They'll know everything about us. And that brings me to this thing that I wanted to talk about, about that while so many have been working at home, a lot of companies have forced their employees working at home to use uh, a company-mandated computer that uses facial recognition and that controls you, that watches how long you're on your computer uh, there's a story here about an attorney who's working for a law firm that mandated that she use this company uh, system and, co and, and computer. And if she looked away from her computer for too many seconds or shifted in her chair, she'd have to scan her face again from three separate angles to get back on. The stress she began to feel knowing she was being monitored and watched every second. And then it turns out this is not unusual at all. The companies can in real time actually watch their employees doing their I, All I want to say is you don't think you're living in a surveillance state. You are. And those of you who have gleefully brought it into your own homes and onto your streets, thinking it makes your life better or safer or more secure or shows what a hotshot you are, you're out of your friggin' mind, okay? 
I'm going to stop. I want to talk about that more some other time. I'll get more info to share with you. There's no stopping it. I'll tell you that. It's over. We're going to hand ourselves over. I'm not as much as I'm capable of not. But most people will hand themselves right over. Everything. Privacy, or as I heard a Brit say the other day, privacy. What's that? Another generation? It won't even be a concept that can be explained to young people. All right, I'm done. I mean, I'm not done. I'm done ranting uh, for the moment because I do have a guest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I'm hang on while I screw things up here for just a second. He, I know he's waiting in the wings and I'm screwing him up. Um, this is a guy named Fireman who lives in an old firehouse. That alone makes him totally cool. Uh, but that's not really why he's on. Paul Fireman is, uh, is joining us uh, now. Hello, Paul. You there? Hi, Lynn. I'm here. Can you hear me? You betcha. Can you hear me okay? I can. And I've, I'm uh, thinking about the fact that everyone who works for Fireman Creative is not being monitored. And we're all working remotely. And this organization, Fireman Creative, is not installing software. I'm leaving everyone up to their own devices. Who knows whether they're what they're doing. And um, I just have to put faith in the fact that they like their job enough that they're going to keep working away. And I have no plans well, on changing that. And I have no plans on spying on people. <laughs> good. Well, your days are numbered. Let me tell you that. Because that... <laughs> meanwhile, no, I'm glad to hear it. But you know, these bigger firms, I mean, these are law firms that are spying on their lawyers. I can't even, and I, I don't know. Beyond belief to me. Beyond belief. I think it's I think our world, in fact, every time we shop, Lynn, they're spying on what we're buying. And so I know some people who refuse to use their yeah. supermarket shopping cards because they don't want people knowing yeah. what they're buying. Um it used to be that people didn't want to buy the get the easy pass, but now you you're being forced into it because they don't have toll booths anymore. So that's right. Um, I do think that there's going to be a slow crawl. There's going to be a slow movement towards the fact that we're going to have chips in ourselves and people are going to be watching everything we do. I think that is actually our future, unfortunately. Absolutely true. We are of a like mind. And let me uh, remind people that this guy had something called creative. So he's his whole thing is he thinks and he <laughs> sees he sees what I'm seeing. Yeah. Get ready. We're being cyborg guys. We're being, it's all, and we'll do it, we'll do it to ourselves. I can't fucking believe it. Okay, listen, we got to stop this because you want to talk about something that's a little less fraught. Um, Paul Fireman, who lives in a fucking firehouse. Um, I love that. I just love that you did that. Um, <laughs> a beautiful firehouse. <laughs> Built in it is across the street from the H.J. Hines Estate and down the street from Westinghouse Park, which brings right. us to the what's the point 5K, the reason you're having me on here. 
Well, thank you for all that. That was really my job, but I appreciate that. <laughs> well, um, I went off because I, I started talking about the cyborg. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have to tell you that I mean, Paul has been on the show before to publicize this event that he created, and it is such a delight. Um, it is the it is, the title itself is a delight. It's called "What's the Point." 5k point 5k half of a do you say kilometer or kilometer i say kilometer me too people who say privacy i wonder what they say (laughs) (laughs) privacy privacy so this is um you know all those all you um i'll never be in the pittsburgh great race i'll never be in a half marathon a tenth of a marathon or an and, and if you are like me this event is your race right this is the race for the rest of us it is the race for the rest of us that's our tagline although this year because we're showing up um two weeks after the great race we're calling it the not so great race (laughs) (laughs) now let me say that this kind of frivolity and fun is really an excuse to get good folks together to support a cause. What's the cause? It's Westinghouse Park. And interestingly enough, this year, to coincide with the date of our race, um, George Westinghouse is celebrating his 175th birthday. And this I don't think he's celebrating. Well, wait, wait, wait. He's not yeah, celebrating. I mean, his, 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 uh, his person is, his, his, his birth date was 175 years ago. Because he's not alive doesn't mean that we can't celebrate it. Okay, but you said he's celebrating. No, I we are celebrating his birthday. I am that is correct. That is correct. And what an extraordinary character he was living right here and right near Fireman's Firehouse. And Westinghouse Park, which sits a block, a long block off of Penn Avenue, um, is a big hunk of real estate that has been in the news of late because it's going to get some love and attention, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. We're actually in the midst of a master planning process right now. We also are going to be designated an Arboretum. And so um, one of the unique things that's happening along with our short race, and it is a timed race. So um, people, you know, can clock themselves and see how slow they take or how fast they take to make it through <laughs> the, um, the 0.5K. We do have a rest stop at the quarter K mark where we do serve coffee and donuts and bagels. Um, so it's, it's not a race to be the winner. It's a race to finish. But some of the younger participants do like to run fast and get their, uh, you know, get their wiggles out. So they are actually trying to get the fastest possible time. And then some of the folks who do run the, like the 5Ks and, you know, they want to do a sprint and they want to see how fast they can do it. But for people like me, we take yeah. our time. Yeah, I mean, you can do a little stroll. It is essentially, is it is it one pretty much uh, circumference of the park? It is. is that... It's a lap around the park. It's really okay. wonderful because most races shut down streets so they stop traffic. This race <laughs> does not. This race is fully contained in the park. And um, I have invited Joyce, the crossing guard from the corner of Penn and Lang, to join us and be the crossing guard at the finish line. And if she shows up, I will be beside myself. Oh, wow. I, th- I think I've seen her. 
because um, I don't know if you know, but I now work out in your house. I mean, in your firehouse. I There's a gym on the ground floor. Oh, that yeah. I work out. Fitness essentials are, are the best. And um, that's great that you're exercising <laughs> downstairs. Lynn, how come you didn't come up and knock on my door? Well, I don't know. I mean, I just think I'm, that's your house, isn't it? It's your house and your workplace. It's my office. It's my work office. And you are totally welcome. And you'll make oh, okay. it. You ever okay. Okay. I'll come up and say hi. So um, I'd love that. All right. So I love this idea. And so I understand that one of your um, sponsors is uh, Mini of Pittsburgh. That's the uh, Mini Cooper. And they Correct. will provide they'll provide a car if uh, somebody absolutely runs out of steam and you could be driven to the finish line. Absolutely. And in fact, I just discovered yesterday this incredible nonprofit that is in Millvale that is called Joyrider, and they provide free electric bike rides to anybody who can't really ride a bike anymore. It has a little sidecar that's with the regular electric bike that kind of rides along with it a seat basically. And, um, huh. and I think that Diane, the founder of this is going to bring her electric bike with the sidecar. We do. It is okay to roll through this race. Strollers go in this race. People with walkers can go in this race. Um, we have not had a wheelchair participant, but this, we would love to have one. If that, yeah. It's a, part of it. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, it's a flat, easy to roll, easy to walk, easy to run, scratch. <laughs> And um, Lynn, as you know, I mean, I was really wanted your mom to run in this race, and, um, <laughs> and she, she showed up two years ago. But she, she showed up. It was, the weather was too yeah. hot that day. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't ideal running weather. No, and we have to admit she was ninety-seven years old. You know what? Just the she fact that she came to root us on was fantastic. Yeah, she would have been the oldest person I bet to run the race. She should yeah, have done I think it. The oldest, the, we've, the oldest person we've had to cross the finish line is 89, and I'd love to beat that. So Yeah, she could have. Age, age is all a state of mind. One of the things that's <laughs> wonderful about this race is that it's age-friendly. So it doesn't matter what age you are. This is intergenerational activity, and everybody is welcome, and, it's, and wheels are welcome, too. So if you want to roll through the race, you're welcome, too. And many of Pittsburgh does have what I call the sweep car. Um, but you actually, if you can only take two steps and you want to get into the mini from the beginning, you could do that. And mini will drive you all the way around to the finish line. Whatever the hell. So we should tell people this is, we're talking about, this is a week from Saturday, Saturday. right? This is a, a week from it's Saturday. October, October 9th. It starts October at 9th. noon. The, 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 the gun goes off at noon. If the gun goes off. Um, two Let me tell you. Faulty gun. That, that's when I was there. I was I was there two years ago, and they try to start the race, and the gun won't fire. Right? It wouldn't fire. What? <laughs> Did someone finally just say bang? What happened? I can't even remember. I think we said it was no, too funny. But we should have said bang. That would have been even better. <laughs> yeah, I should have said bang. Anyway, it didn't make much difference. Everybody just sort of like took off. Uh, if you're looking for, obviously, anyone who shows up here is a good soul. It's it's fun, lots of good food, and uh, but you do have to you have to register, right? 
I mean, you this don't is where have it gets to serious. register. You, everyone can anyone can crash. This is a free public park, and it's actually a free event. What we ask people to register for is so that we can actually have the T-shirt count. And we are raising money for Westinghouse Park, so by registering, yeah. we can ask people to kind of pay a registration fee. Um, if people want to just come and be part of the crowd, or if they don't feel like chipping in but just want to see what's going on, um, everyone's <laughs> welcome. Okay. So, so where do they, if they, they want to register, what's where? The point, yeah. What's the point5k.com? The other thing, Lynn, that we're doing this year is because we're becoming an arboretum, um, yeah. Free Pittsburgh is, is giving free trees to people who want to plant trees. And oh, so wow. that, that's a unique opportunity, and they need to have people register for that. So at that same website that I just said, what's the point5k.com, there is a link to Tree Pittsburgh, and they will bring the tree to you at Westinghouse Park, and they're going to have a tree drop-off pickup center at the race. Oh, that's just fantastic. And that's one of my favorite local uh charities uh tree pittsburgh we need more we need more trees. there is no question about it they clean our air they're beautiful um and i I think that we have we have a responsibility as stewards of our city to be planting trees absolutely absolutely it just freaks me out how trees people cut them down without even thinking oh the roots are bothering me this oh it's too much shade oh Oh, God, people make me nuts. Okay, never mind. So, <laughs> it makes me nuts. You're not alone, Lynn. You're not alone. And that's why we are so delighted that Tree Pittsburgh is actually giving people who are coming to this race the opportunity to get a tree. Oh, man. I got to tell you. Do you know what kind of trees they're handing out? No. I don't. Not, you're the third person to ask. And I actually wrote to Tree Pittsburgh and asked them what they're giving me, and they haven't gotten back to me yet. I don't know if they're giving a variety or if they just didn't see my question, but I'm I'm going to find out. Okay. Well, you know what? I see. I, I'm looking at a picture, and I think it's of you, and it's during the, uh, one of the races. And uh, there's a guy on a walker doing the race. So you haven't had a – well, that's yes. good. No, that, that guy on the walker was my dad. And, um, and Oh, that's so your dad. With the walker. That's my dad. He's in concert with me. He's my partner in crime. I love it. That is so cute. Lots of stuff for kids to do. This is a lot of fun um, if you're looking for a a fun thing. So it's a week from this Saturday. It's a week Uh, from this Saturday. Then the other thing, just in case, this year, we haven't done this in the past, but there's a small music music academy that's called Sunburst Music. And they mm-hmm. are setting up a like PA system. So if the gun doesn't go off this year, we're going to have one at the ready that we can fire a, a digital version of it. Okay. Well, you're not going to use the same gun, are you? Do you have a different gun? That's the gun. That gun is the official gun from the great race. So it has like some, I just need to learn how to operate it. I don't. Okay. I haven't, been, I haven't been trained. That's the problem. <laughs> I have a feeling that you should not be allowed to have a gun in your hands if you are that. That's inept. true. Even if it's only shooting blanks, I actually don't want. Yeah, a gun no. I absolutely. Yeah, I think somebody keep firemen away from the gun. Okay. I agree. So that that is wonderful. So again, the website is what's, what's the point? The point five k dot 
www.wordpress.com. And there is no apostrophe on the website. So it's just, it's um, W-H-A-T-S-T-H-E-P-O-I-N-T, the number 5K.com. Okay. That's good to know. What's the point 5K? Um, Paul, thank you so much for this. It's such a delightful Lynn, thing. you know what? Thank you, you for protecting our trees. And keeping us all sane in these crazy times. Oh, no. I've lost my mind long ago. So that is ah, 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 ah. not my job. Good luck to you. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, not Bye-bye. The guy who can't even shoot a blank. Okay. Call fireman. <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, that's it. That's it for the show. Um, uh, that's it for this week. And uh, I thank you. Um, trying to think what else I might say. Never mind. I'll. But I do want to get us into this surveillance thing. It's over. It, it is over. But we should at least go to our demise on not being credulous or incredulous. We should know. No, no, with and see where we're heading. Uh, maybe we'll all just become Ted Kaczynski's. Go up, find some little cabins somewhere. I don't know. So that's it from me. And uh, enjoy this gorgeous fall weather. And I'll I'll talk to you in October. Okay. Have a great one. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers. <laughs>